Calling all trivia nerds, Brittany here, and I host the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast with my best friend, Meredith. Is your next car ride looking like a snooze fest? We've got the cure. Three rounds of awesome trivia every week. Harry Potter, Disney, science, sports, you name it. No more silent car troubles. The Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Connect, laugh, and learn with your kids, big and small. (laughs) New episodes every week, wherever you get your podcasts. Search for the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Hi, friends. Are you looking for a new podcast? Maybe something you can share with your littles? Something that has some storytelling in it? Well, then look no further. We have Storytime with Philip and Mommy, where my son and I sit and discuss all the great books that you might love while we read them. So Little Golden Books, Berenstain Bears, and even the new classics like Bluey. We sit down, we read, we discuss, and we have so much fun doing it. Come and join us. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, reader. Our season three stories are taking shape, and we're almost ready for the first adventure of the new season. But not quite. Any guesses where we'll be adventuring together? While you wait, And guess, we're going to keep posting some new bonus episodes like this one to introduce you to some of our favorite authors. We're super lucky to have all kinds of authors and illustrators visit our store and nearby schools, and we want to make sure that you get a chance to meet them too. These episodes may not be as action-packed as our adventures together, but they are a great opportunity to learn about great books and the people who write them. On this episode, we'll be meeting one of my very favorite authors, Jennifer Holmes. Jenny was one of the very first authors to visit the bookstore almost 10 years ago, and we've been close ever since. And in that time, Jenny has written many award-winning books like Baby Mouse, an early reader graphic novel series great for ages 5 to 8, and her middle grade books, including Our Only May Amelia, Turtle in Paradise, Baby Mouse Tales from the Locker, and many more. Reader, are you ready to hear from Jenny? Then what are we waiting for? Let's fly to our bookstore together. It's time for a Reading Bug Adventures author visit. reading bug? Hey, what are you reading? Oh, hi Lauren. I'm on a graphic novel kick. Do you read graphic novels too? They're books whose stories are told through comic illustrations. Of course, I love graphic novels. Me too. I just finished all of the books in the Baby Mouse series by Jennifer Holm and Matthew Holm. And before that, I read all the books in their Squish series. Wow, reading bug, that's a lot of books to read in two days. You're telling me. It's 28 books, but they were just so good, I couldn't put them down. Next, I think I'll read The 14th Goldfish. It's a middle grade novel, and it's also by Jennifer Holm. Sounds like you really love Jennifer Holmes' books, Greeting Bug. Oh, I do, I do. Well then, I have two great surprises for you. Surprises? Oh, I love surprises. Tell me, tell me. First, there's a new companion book to The 14th Goldfish called The Third Mushroom. There is? I can't wait. What's the second surprise? 
The second surprise is that Jenny is coming to the store to talk with us right now. She is? Can I ask her some questions? I've read almost everything she's written after all. You sure can. Here she comes now. Hi, Jenny. Hi, Reading Bug. How you doing today? We are live from the Reading Bug with author Jennifer Holm. Because this interview is live, you might hear some background noise, but don't worry, that's just our booksellers working with our customers. And we are thrilled today to welcome Jennifer Holm back to the Reading Bug. She's been visiting our store every year or so since we opened in 2009. Can you believe that? It's crazy. I know. And we've gotten a first look at so many of her novels and graphic novels, uh, Baby Mouse and Squish and all of her great middle grade. And um, I want to thank you so much for being here today, Jenny. I'm so happy to be back at The Bug because my own kids pretty much were raised here. My daughter, Millie, had two birthday parties at The Bug. And uh, the kid pretty much grew up running around your bookshelves. She's getting so big, too. I know. And you have two kids. Yes, and I have an older son, Will, who is in high school, but he also grew up here chasing his little sister around the bug. That's right. I remember that. So I want to talk about your latest book, The Third Mushroom, but first, can you tell our audience a little bit about your childhood and how you became an author? Yeah. So I grew up in Pennsylvania. I'm one of five kids. I'm the only girl and the middle child. And when I was growing up, our dad was a big, um, he was a big reader, but he was a big comic fan. And so one of the reasons I got started doing Baby Mouse, for instance, you might know Baby Mouse, mm -hmm. is that um, my dad was a big fan of Prince Valiant. And so when I grew up, I read um, old strip comments that he liked, like Prince Valiant and Flash Gordon. And then I had all these brothers around me. And so I read what they were reading like superhero comics and um, other strip comics like Calvin and Hobbes. And at the time, and this is the olden days, like historical fiction, mm -hmm. uh, the 1970s and 80s, there were not really a lot of ladies in comics. And I really wanted to have, I wished there was a girl in comics. And so that was kind of the, the first little um, seed for Baby Mouse. Nice. So with Baby Mouse, um, so you and your brother Matt write Baby Mouse and Squish together. Yep. Um, and he doesn't live near you. Can you tell everyone how that process works? Yeah, so I make Baby Mouse with my baby brother Matt. And uh, we make Baby Mouse Squish, uh, the Sunny series, um, my first comics. And we um, don't live anywhere near each other. I live in Southern California and he lives in upstate New York. In fact, we've actually never lived near each other um, except when we first pitched Baby Mouse um, to a publisher in New York City. And so we've learned how to collaborate long distance. And pretty much how it goes is I do the writing and he does the heavy lifting with the artwork. So we've gotten used to using the internet and uh, it's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> so and like many authors, you had jobs before you started writing. I did. And, and everybody has kind of their starter jobs. And can you tell us what you did and how you moved into writing from those jobs? Yes. Well, I had a... I had a few starter jobs. I was, a, I was a babysitter when I was around 12, and then I worked at The Gap in high school. I'm really good at folding sweaters. Uh, I waitressed all through college. Um, and then after college, I actually worked in animation. I worked at a, my first big job in New York was at a company called Broadcast Arts, and they were a very famous animation company that made Pee Wee's Playhouse. Ooh. And they did stop motion animation and old cell animation. And uh, I think that was a really um, amazing job for me because a lot of the freelancers that work there came from the comic book world or the illustration world. 
In fact, um, some of the people that I worked with went on to become children's illustrators like Nina Cruz and Mo Willems. They all worked at Broadcast Arts as well. And then after that job, I worked in advertising. I was a broadcast producer, so I used to produce television commercials for very cool things like Huggies Baby Wipes. <laughs> Everybody loves those. And But I did do some funny stuff for like Little Hershey's Kisses and Dove Soap, so... So that was my that was my job before writing, and I used to um, I started writing my first book while I was in advertising. I would write um, on the way to sets, you know, during shoots sometimes, um, and it took me three years to write my first book because I had a full time job. So um, and then for many years after that, probably the next five books I wrote, I was still in advertising. Wow. So. So what was your very first book that you wrote? My very first book was a historical historical fiction book for kids called Our Only May Amelia. Right. And that won many awards. It won a Newbery Honor. That was mm-hmm. so nice. My dad was very happy. <laughs> do you get a phone call for that when you win an award like that? You Is do. It- you get a phone call. And I missed the phone call because <gasps> I wasn't home. And it was in the days before cell phones. Yes. So this was the olden days. This was... 1999. <laughs> so how did you ultimately find out? Did they call, did they leave a voicemail or? They left many voicemails. And when I checked my, used to check your messages on your home phone. Um, and so when I checked later in the day, I found out. So it was very cool. Some people don't even have a home phone anymore. Can I know. you believe that? I don't even have a home phone anymore. I don't either. <laughs> Cell phones No cord. I know. The Ugh, world has changed. That's crazy. So now you wrote, you write both graphic novels and full-length chapter books. So do you have a genre that you prefer to write? You know, I actually do prefer to write the graphic novels. And I think it's only because I really like collaborating. I like to have a buddy to bounce things off of, and it can get a little lonely when you're just writing by yourself. And so I like working with Matt. And speaking of writing by yourself, so how many drafts of a chapter book do you go through with your editor before you have a finished product? So when I'm revising, I love revising. (laughs) Many writers despise it. I hate writing the first draft. That's the worst experience of my life usually. I love revising. And I could revise a book forever, which is a little dangerous. Um, I have gone from doing, you know, maybe at a bare minimum, any chapter book is at least five revisions up to like 12 or 13. 12 or 13? I know. Wow, that's a lot. Can I ask one more question about Baby Mouse? Sure, Reading Bug. When Baby Mouse first came out, did you expect it to be as popular as it now is? Yeah, so we had no idea. Baby Mouse was the first, you know, graphic novel series published by a mainstream children's publisher for elementary school kids. Mm-hmm. And they really took a, um, a chance on us, Random House did. And we were just happy to get it made, to be honest. So, no, we never expected it to to hit like it has. We're very grateful though. So yeah. It's a great series. And then Squish Along with it I thought was a really nice companion and yeah. um and both series, I mean, continue to sell like mad in our store. So I'm very happy to hear I that. No, they just keep going and going. But um my daughter's reading them now and um mm. she wants to make sure she has every single one. And there's people that are collecting all of them. And is, there's twenty baby mouse. There are twenty of them. Are there any more coming? There are more. So Baby Mouse has grown up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Because after we did 20 Baby Mouse books, our readers have been growing up. Right. So Baby Mouse came out in 2005. 
So we've had kids growing up over the years wondering, you know, what happens next to Baby Mouse? And we started to wonder what happens next to Baby Mouse. So she has her own middle school series at the moment called Tales from the Locker. And she kind of has all of the trials and tribulations of being a middle schooler. And in one book, she joins the film club. In another book, it's about her using her cell phone. Uh, um, so we're using, we're working on that right now. That's great. Yeah. Uh, that sounds like a fun series. And then I want to talk a little bit about um, your chapter books, your novels as well, because um, you have The 14th Goldfish, um, which was a fantastic book. And The Third Mushroom, which is out now, is a companion book. They don't have to be read necessarily together, um, but um, they can stand alone, but they're 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 fun to read one after the other. Can you first tell me a little bit about 14th Goldfish and how that came about? Yeah, so The 14th Goldfish... Um, so I grew up in a pretty um, medical family. My dad was a doctor and my mom was a nurse. So my childhood dinner table was talking about um, what cold was going around the office, who threw up that day, <laughs> what the flu virus was. Um, so I was very used to that. And I was always fascinated with different scientists. And so the 14th Goldfish takes place in the Bay Area. And it's about a girl named Ellie, who's a middle schooler. And she's starting middle school going through those big changes of going from elementary school to middle school and trying to find her way in the world. And at the same time, her elderly grandfather is a scientist and he um, discovers a way to reverse aging and he uses himself as the um, the experimental, um, what would the word be? He experiments on himself mm -hmm. and he turns himself young. And because he turns himself into a middle schooler, he has to go and live with his adult daughter and his granddaughter because he's a kid again. And so it's about them kind of reconnecting as a family, but also this really big question in life is, would it be a good thing if we could reverse aging, turn old people young again? Um, so I bring in some scientists like Jonas Salk and Robert Oppenheimer to kind of, you know, discuss the bigger issues with that. And... The third mushroom kind of grew a little bit out of the 14th goldfish. Um, it was really inspired by readers, honestly. The 14th goldfish just took on a life of its own. It was my first sort of science fiction book I've ever written. It's contemporary. I had no idea how it would be received because I'm mostly known for historical fiction. And once it got out into the world, it just, you know, it kind of just took off. And as I would meet readers and talk to kids they were just obsessed with finding out what happened to the characters of ellie and her friend raj and of course grandpa melvin and so that was the inspiration for um the third mushroom and i love the um i, I love the little scientific facts in in the third mushroom too about um the, the bugs and everything there's so many fun things in there so what um but why mushrooms? Are you a fan of mushrooms? So, so there's. I feel like there's a big debate about mushrooms in life. So, generally speaking, most kids do not seem to like mushrooms. I've noticed. I did not like them as a child because they taste like dirt, <laughs> and when they're cooked, they're very rubbery, um, and it feels like it's kind of an acquired taste. As an adult, I love them now, but I hated them as a child, and so. They're just one of these things that you have to kind of grow into. Mm -hmm. So that was that was the hot, sort of the idea of you have to kind of keep trying things. And really the central premise of 
the third mushroom is just this concept of that it's okay to make mistakes. I think that kids growing up today are nervous and anxious and they feel like they have to be perfect, that their first draft is their only draft. And it's important to make mistakes, to learn and grow. And some of the biggest scientific achievements have been made from making mistakes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, okay, rapid fire. Your favorite color? Yellow. Your favorite book? The Black Cauldron by Lloyd Alexander. Favorite book you wish you'd written? The Black Cauldron by Lloyd Alexander. <laughs> <laughs> the favorite book you've ever written? Baby Mouse, Queen of the World. Ooh. Baby Mouse, number one. Baby, number one. That's right, number one. We were just so happy to get it made, that's why. It's so exciting, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I want to thank Jenny Holmes so much for being here with me today. And um, you can buy The 14th Goldfish, The Third Mushroom, Baby Mouse, Squish, Boston Jane, all of Jenny's books at thereadingbug.com or at your local independent bookstore. Jennifer Holmes, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you. I love you guys. A very special thank you to Jennifer Holmes for visiting with us today. To find and buy all the great books by Jenny, visit thereadingbug.com slash author visits. Reading Bug Author Visits are recorded live in our children's bookstore, The Reading Bug, in San Carlos, California. Please continue to support us at thereadingbug.com and support independent booksellers whenever you can. For a personalized selection of books handpicked by me and the rest of the Reading Bug staff and delivered to you each month, you can visit readingbugbox.com. Thanks, and we'll see you again soon. Bye. Have you ever wished that you had a direct line to your pediatrician to ask all the questions that constantly crop up while parenting? We sure have. That's why we launched the Bites of Health podcast. Every morning, we'll answer a commonly asked pediatric question in five minutes or less. You can tune in while you're making your second cup of coffee or from the school drop-off line. So be sure to tune in to Bites of Health, streaming now. For over six years, The Past and the Curious has been winning fans, sharing stories of real people from the past, and making people smile. I'm Mick Sullivan, author of I See Lincoln's Underpants, which is a book about, well, famous people's underwear. You'll find all of those stories and much, much more in the 100-plus episodes of The Past and the Curious that are currently available. Find it in all the usual podcast places. The Past and the Curious with Mick Sullivan. That's me.